0: on some chill shit. We go zero to one hundred, nigga, real quick. Yo, 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 yo. What up? What up? What up? Thanks for asking Kels' podcast. I'm KMGZ on Twitter. I'm back, yo. I ain't do my Peloton or nothing. It's been very busy, so I've not been able to stop working before six or seven. Um and so I had this listen I know I owe y'all I owe y'all big so here I am back I skipped my peloton today cause I owe y'all and I promise you it's yes I'm very confident I have two pages here I'm very confident this will be longer than an hour to make up for missing last week alright so let's get moving and as I said that, I realized I didn't have a yours and negra-two, but I can make one out of this first topic, which is the NFL playoffs. Yours and negra-two to the Kansas City Chiefs, and Andy Reid, and the LA Rams, and o- Odell Beckham Jr., y'all know that's my fake boyfriend. I had to let him go back to the streets, because he said he don't like to drink water, but, you know, I'll just, whatever. I'm gonna stick beside him. Um that's who I would like to see in the Super Bowl, that's who I believe I will see, um, in the Super Bowl, and, um, I know everybody, like, oh, everybody, not that I asked y'all, but everybody in my fucking mentions, the Niners head, and nigga, I watch football, too, I've seen the games, okay, but, I also see a team going on the road, and beating teams that they're not supposed to beat, and those teams tend to go to the Super Bowl, so, that's all I'm saying. I'm not taking nothing against the Niners, but um I don't know. I think maybe this time they won't have their number. If they do, they do. I mean, I, I'm not my first favorite uh football team was the 49ers, Joe under Joe Montana. So I never have an issue with the the 49ers. They've always been a team. Um they like I said, they when they won all them Super Bowls, that was my squad. I ain't give a fuck um, so I don't have an issue with the Niners, but I would just like to see the Rams go because I would like to, they tried to play my nigga, OBJ so hard, and that Cleveland shit was just I mean, listen I I didn't even pay attention to that shit, cause like anybody who watches football knows any fucking thing, you ain't finna tell me a a receiver as elite and amazing as OBJ gonna go to Cleveland and all of a sudden he don't he, he can't play no more cause this fucking rookie fucking quarterback can't you know, is is so John Blaze whatever, I thought the Giants were petty for letting him go, I never understood the issue, I never see what their problem was with him, he likes to dance on the sidelines, he's passionate, like what the fuck is your problem, I think it was this racist white shit that, you know, who's this fucking guy thinking that, you know, he doesn't want to stand and behave, like it it was just some bullshit and I would love for him to win a Super Bowl and make them look fucking ridiculous, cause fuck the Giants amen so, shout out to um, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, I don't really watch the AFC like that, but I do, I, it's a couple teams I follow, the Chiefs, um, the Patriots, And everybody assumes I hate the Patriots, I don't hate the Patriots, I, ain't not, I was the, I picked, I won money on the Patriots' first Super Bowl over the Giants, everybody swore the Giants was going to win, and I was like, I got a feeling the Patriots going to win, so... Um, I don't hate them, I mean, I of course you know, I I wish the Eagles would beat them in both Super Bowls, we beat them in one, get enough, but I've never, i never hated them, I've always thought Tom Brady was dope, um, I'm not a huge fan, cause they not my team, but the Patriots is the team I follow in the AFC, who else? Um, the Ravens, sometimes my issue with the AFC is mm, sorry y'all I got my juice my issue with the AFC is the team, the games either be like super exciting with no defense, like like we saw um last weekend, or they be jaw dry. The score be like seven nine nine twelve. I can't, I can't when them Steelers and them Ravens games. God bless, I cannot watch them shits. I can't watch no seven nine game with a bunch of field goals and. <clears throat> that's why I can't watch the AFC. Them shits be. I just I don't. I can't, I'm trying to think what other AFC team I like, um, the Dolphins, well, I won't say I like them, my dad used to love the Dolphins, way, way back in the day, when the Dolphins had their perfect season, you know, back in the cold, my dad used to love the Dolphins, so I, you know, I could tolerate the Dolphins, but it ain't a whole lot of AFC, I ain't gonna lie to y'all, I'm an NFC nigga, I, I just feel like the NFC is the, is the superior conference, because I think that we, you know, when the NFC team win Super Bowls, they win on both sides of the ball, offense and defense, I know there have been some AFC teams that have done it to Pittsburgh being one with Ben Roethlisberger the Patriots being the other, but you know, for the most part um, outside of those two teams in Kansas City um, the uh, outside of Patriots and Steelers in Kansas City the, the Super Bowl has been a shutout for, for the NFC, because I think, in my opinion, the NFC is just a superior league, I think, um, because they, you know, I just thought that Rams, but bo- listen, the Chiefs' um, Bills game was exciting, but like, t- t- my opinion, I know NFL doesn't like defense, I know people like to see a lot of scoring, I like to see a lot of scoring too, but not to the point where, it's because your defense is just trash to me that's no fun to me that's the same thing as like I don't know like I don't think you can say that your quarterback is super you know your team is all that great if you don't play defense and that's a lot of times why like this year I happen to think um that um I I, I personally I would like for the Chiefs to win again just because I like the Chiefs and I'm, I'm now that Andy Reid has broke over the hump I, th- I would like him to win more championships because I think he's, you know, now proving to be one of the better coaches in the NFL, if not the best. He has a well, you know, everybody gonna say Belichick, but we'll see. This is why I want him to win more. I think he has a um, long, starting with the Eagles, a reputation of 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 identifying talented um, quarterbacks that happen to also be black, I don't know if it's related, but it it is what it is, and um, he builds, you know, good teams, he just always, just, he couldn't get over that fucking game mismanagement, he finally got over with Kansas City, and I'm glad, um, and so I would like them to win, but my gut is telling me that the NFC is gonna win if that defense is like it was on the other night, I'm just just my opinion, I don't mind high scoring games, I thought the Bucks-Rams game was, was. I thought that was a good game, because Tom Brady almost came back on the motherfuckers and he almost came back through a defense that was coming for his ass on every down, and that's what I like, like you ain't, you, listen when you can fucking almost, that that, that, Ron, Von, um um, damn, what's his name? um I always, get, I always want to call him Von Latham, but it ain't him. Y'all know, the defense um in for the defensive ends on the Rams. They was coming through on Tom Brady damn near every down. They were smashing through every down. They sacked him a whole bunch. They was getting at Tom, and Tom still almost came back on him. To me, those, those are the best games. When the offense is fire, when y'all scoring high, but the defense is also making stops. Those are the games I like, and you tend to see those in NFC more. That's all I'm saying, but shout out to, um, Playoffs. They're very exciting. All the games were good this week. And um yeah, I, I would like to see the I would like to see the Rams and the Chiefs. But if it end up being the Niners and the Bengals, I don't wanna see no Niners. I ain't gonna lie, I don't wanna see no Bengals. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about the AFC like that. But I the only team I wanna see is the Chiefs or if it can't be the Patriots and the Chiefs. I I don't the NFC, I you know I'm I'm good on either team, but I damn I do not want to see no Niners and Mango Super Bowl. I'm so sorry, um, yeah. But moving on, shout out to NFL play NFL playoffs and yours in Negritude, um, whoo, so many. Also, you know what? I might as well just go. No, nah, I don't want to go in order because that's not going to be no flow. So let's do this. So I've skipped a week, so it's been a little bit now. But um, Martin Luther King Day birthday, holiday was observed last Monday um the th- the thing the thing that really, I mean I guess it's been obvious before but it seems really, I, I guess with so many, 2022 end of 2021 and 2022 now taking so many people you know it just seems to me actually for me it really started with Aretha, when Aretha passed because death is a part of life, you know, nobody lives forever we know that, you know, people have to pass at some point, but these deaths, they seem extra hard hitting because there's nobody to replace these, not replace, but like that can step into these people, shoot, there's nobody of the caliber of the people that we're losing, and this MLK holiday really, I don't know, pinned that down for me, because I'm like, we already, like, we don't have any, not one, one person of the kind of caliber, and dedication, and seriousness, and intelligence, and, 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 and just fucking character, of a Martin Luther King, we don't, we don't have that I mean, think about, like, we, listen I get on here every week and I talk about y'all following these dumbass celebrities and all these fucking, everybody is in it for a check everybody is in it for themselves everybody wanna fucking ride this social justice warrior shit to a fucking TV show we, they all fucking corny and all fucking scammers and that's why we are in such disarray, and that's why I'm like I don't you know, I, I I'm a generally optimistic and hopeful person, but like, I'm like I, I don't really know how this is gonna break because they're not making people like they used to. These these millennials, which is of it's a lot of them, it's gonna take a long time for them to die out. Are the worst. Um, and you know, I just that we don't we don't have. I said this when um last week when I was talking about Sydney Portier. We don't. Our, our people are not even our black celeb. they're not of the caliber. they're not of the, the they don't have the education they don't have the intelligence they don't have the integrity they don't have any and I'm not talking about, you know a few of them that do, but there's so few I could probably sit here and name them to you if I care to but like they, they there's none of that. All they care about is being what marrying white women being out in Hollywood getting a check that's all they care about. They, you know, they have their social justice activism, whatever you call it, is cursory at best. It's surface level at best, and it's not out of any concern. It's because they want, you know, it's the hot thing now, and it's just, I, it's just very, it's very disheartening. And and Martin Luther King was a great man. I'm not saying that they could ever be anybody, else, but but there's, I'm like, I'm think who. I mean, we—it's ha- not that we don't have. Prom- we have, you know, Kamala Harris. We have a senator. We have people. Barack Obama. We—it's not that we don't have serious black people that have done great things. That's not what I'm saying. But nobody who is who is of the caliber of a Martin Luther King is known all over the world. Martin Luther King changed the world. Martin Luther King was was such a brilliant and bright man that he got a national holiday for his birthday. He is one of the noble. Like we don't, and not he, he was an architect of the civil rights movement in a way, and and it's and and got us so many things that and and now because of what I'm saying, because we don't people are just the fucking worst. Now we down to our last five rights before payday, and they about to go because y'all didn't want to vote in 2016. Could afford to lose an election now we back on the verge of like y'all on the back of slavery, cause I'm telling y'all I'm gonna turn my best Caucasian voice on, I'm be fucking light, I'm telling on all of y'all, I'm not fucking picking no, I'm not going through none of that for y'all dumb motherf- I'm snitching on everybody, if I see you looking like you looking to run north, if I see you, if I see you say in like north, I'm telling on your ass, I'm with no shame, over there not giving you no water, nothing you want me to whip somebody I'ma be the biggest, I don't give a fuck, because y'all dumb motherfuckers had to do one fucking thing and you spoiled retarded ass, and I'm sorry y'all, you know what, I'ma stop fighting I'm saying retarded, I know we not supposed to but I'm just saying, when I say retarded I'm not talking about mentally disabled people, I'm not talking about those people God bless y'all, no disrespect I'm talking about people who are who are a judged, okay, normal, whatever, but I'm fucking retarded. That's, that's who I'm talking about. Y'all wanna be fucking retarded, and not vote in 2016, and now we hanging on by sh- the thread. I swear to God, I'm telling on all of y'all. Every single last one of y'all. I don't think I could pass, although I don't know I might, cause I do have to, a lot of people just assume I'm Caucasian, and I might, I might, we'll see. Um, so, you know, just, I don't know, I, it's it's very I I mean, I feel like this could just be a pipe dream I feel like we're gonna be okay, I, I'm not you know, I've said on here before I'm tired of people that have hysterics and the histrionics because I think that if you, I think that overall, if you look at like the data points that matter things are not as bad as they are being portrayed I think that there are forces the media, etc., who have an interest, who are pushing an agenda, that things are bad, but in reality, they are not, they're just not being reported on, they're being reported on one way, and not the other, and I just, and like I've said before, you can only go, you can only be so ridiculous, you can only be so idiotic, before people are just gonna start ignoring you, and I think we're at this point now, where these people trying to ban, people saying gay and ban it, like, it's like ain't nobody doing, ban mask mandate, ain't nobody doing all this, bro, like we, like y'all yo, you can pass whatever the fuck you want we, we're we not doing that I don't give a fuck, we'll sue, and if the court say we got, we still not doing it, like oh, nobody's gonna wear masks at school We I'm wearing a mask, we're all wearing a mask because none of us wanna die of COVID, so I mean, what you gonna do? I think we've reached that point I just think that the the platforms and powers that be are bound and determined to make this 20 or 15% nutcase in this country appear to be the norm when they are not um, so you know ultimately I, I think I don't know how it's going to work out, I just think that it will, but it ain't going to, put it like this, it, it ain't going to be because if 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 it don't work out, and, and y'all niggas got to fight for all y'all rights again, it's going to be the Gen Z's and the people after them that are going to have to do it, because these these people out here right now ain't worth a damn, I, I don't see not one of them that is worth a fucking thing. I mean, it's a waste, you got, you motherfuckers from between, like, 25 and 40, ain't about nothing, (laughs) like, I, that's a, that's a long range, so, you know, that's why, basically, y'all voted your lives away in 2016, I don't know what to tell you, I already got my education, you know, I'm already set here, um, you know, you can't, I, I have a skill that I can use, um, and, and I'm not, you know, I I I don't have, I don't, I'm not trying to build a life I mean, you know, I would like to at some point own maybe some property, I mean, I, you know, that I buy for myself, not that I inherit, maybe, I don't know, um, but I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to establish myself um, and so all of this shit that y'all have, you know, decided you can use and lose an election for, now they're taking away affirmative action, they're gonna take away, none of that shit applies to me, so, you know God bless, um but it's just, you know it's disheartening, but happy birthday, Martin Luther King, and, whew, it's bad down here. Um, okay, bear with me, y'all, because I have a lot of stuff here. All right, save that for a lot. Okay, let's go here. Um, so, I live in Harlem, if you don't know. Um, I live, um, off 135th, uh, I live on 135th, off Linux. Um, if you know the area, you know what I'm talking about. Um, not too far from Harlem Hospital. Um, there was a shooting last Friday. Yes. Around 6 at night. I, I know, I mean, I didn't know at the time that it was a shooting, but I knew something was going on, because all of a sudden, you heard, I live right off the drive here, and, like, when you when the cars are speeding by, you can, I can, I can tell you how fast somebody's coming off this drive, and all of a sudden, it's like, boom, 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 just car after car after car, siren going, choppers overhead, I was like, something, I, I hope it wasn't no bomb, I was like, but something just happened, turns out, right here on 135th and in, in Lennox, right off of, um, the Schaumburg, the Schaumburg Museum is right on the corner, and if you go walk west, down 135th, right behind the Schaumburg, there's a library, and then there's this huge apartment building that takes up, like, almost all of the block between Lennox and and 7th. Um, there was a domestic call to that apartment building, two officers showed up, one who was, like, 20, the other one was, like, 22, or three officers showed up, I, I believe, um, for this domestic go- uh, they went in there and got shot, one one was dead on the scene, shot in the face, the other one just died yesterday in the hospital and the assailant died um, very, very bad business um, you know it's still an investigation the guy apparently had I mean, I, I got a lot to say about this, but the guy had like a, um, automate, a, a um, what do you call it, a modified banana clip, like I, if you are familiar with weapons, like you, there's this thing you can do, it's illegal here in New York and illegal a lot of places, but not down south, you can modify your if you have like a semi-automatic weapon, you can modify it to make it automatic and then what you do is you put you you weld your banana clips together and you make them in a way so you can flip, flip one in and then flip the other one out, anyway not banana clips, your clips, they don't necessarily have to be banana, anyway, that's what he had, and he killed those two officers um and, you know, there's a whole big thing. We got this new mayor who used to be a cop, so the pressure's kind of on him, because like, this is like the third or fourth officer that's been killed. And it's like, yo, what's going on? But it's just, this is what I'm going to say to y'all. And I've said this before, y'all keep talking about y'all motherfuckers that were around, keep talking about the crime bill and how does it happen. It happens because of stuff like this. Because let me tell you something. When, you, when people are just killing police officers, the crime is bad because that is a death sentence or life in prison with no parole in most places that is like, when you have people that are just killing police officers, like, oh this shit is out of control, that's that's the sign that shit is out of control because most people know better than that and in New York City, having a firearm at all is a very serious thing, so there's a lot of pressure on, on Adams because he basically ran on me and the cop and the crime seems to be out of control but, um, you know, I, so, you know, the barbershop I go to, my barber, he's, I told y'all before, he's very popular, he knows everybody, been at the spot for 20, 25 years, everybody goes through there, everybody knows him, street guys, regular people, celebrity people, he's that guy, um, and, you know, he's a business owner, so, I went in on Saturday to get my hair, that Saturday, the day after the shooting, to get my hair cut, and um, there's this lady and her son in there, and this lady, you know, black lady, and I guess she thought she was, you know, in the black barbershop and was gonna have an audience, cause she started all that Black Lives Matter and fuck the police, and that's and they, they brutalize us, and everybody in there was like, whoa, 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 sis, hold on hold on, like, we knew that dude, we knew both of them dudes, they walked the beat around here, my barber was like, he was 22 years old, my daughter is 20 years old, I know that guy, you know, he cool, he come around here, he check in on us, you know, he he, he had no, everybody in the neighborhood liked him, apparently you know, he was new, and the, and then the other guy was like a training cop, they was like, yo, we, you know, we we know that dude, we know him, his, uh, they said his name and shit, I forgot, they was like, I, and you know, all that you saying, that's cool, but like, how you in here acting? Basically, she was just like, "Fuck the police." That's what they—that's what they get, and uh, terrorizing the neighborhood and all this shit. And everybody was like, "Yo, you sound fucking bananas right now. Like, what the fuck are you talking about?" And so, um, you know, my barber was—he was like, oh, you know pushing back, like, what are you talking about, like, y'all, y'all be taking shit too far, like, one thing ain't got nothing to do with the other, like, them motherfuckers went in there on domestic call, trying to service and got ambushed and got fucking killed now they fucking dead, that's somebody's son, that's somebody, you know, he 20 fucking too, so she's talking about, okay, well you gonna cap that cape that, he was like, it ain't about caping, like, what the fuck are you talking about it, it's not about caping, telling you that this motherfucking dude was somebody's son, and somebody's brother, and, like, nigga, like, he, you can't, you can't be sitting here acting like it's alright, that somebody just shot this, you know, he going into a what he think is a domestic hall, trying to do his job, and somebody shoot him in the fucking face, and, um, you know, it just didn't go well for her, she was in there getting, <laughs> she got torched up in there, this is like, Hey, yo, get out of here with all that bullshit, right? And that, and this is not the pro-police barbershop, but niggas was like, yo, you... I mean, this is the day after. The day after. Like, niggas was like, you, y'all gotta get out of here with all that old rah-rah bullshit. Like, you gotta know when to tuck that shit in sometime. And the time when 20-year-old kid got shot in the fucking face and killed on the, going to a fucking domestic call as a police officer, like, that ain't the time. So... I just thought that was cool, because, you know, I've told y'all again, everybody swear that they know what happens in barbershops, and I have told y'all I'm calling y'all fucking liars, um, but, um, my thing about it, though, is I, I, I'm not trying to blame the victim, I'm not trying to blame the victim, but, I got the whole, the point of me telling y'all that story was to tell y'all, I, the hood, the barbershop had the story before the news did, like, cause they, soon as that, my, my barber was like, soon as it happened, he knew, when he, same thing I said, when he saw, cause the cops came down off the drive, the cops came down off the drive, and went straight to 135th, and then they would come in from the other side, and, and flying up, um, Frederick, they was flying up 8th Avenue, and cutting, banking right, at his, at he's right on the corner of 135th and 8th, so he was like, when I seen, like, four five six seven 5, 6, of them, all they signed banking fast as fuck on 135th, he was like, oh, I knew a cop got shot, he was like, I knew it, that's the only, that's the only thing that could have been, so, he was saying how, um, you know, so, I'm in there, and they, they, you know, he got the story, cause, the other cop, like I said, people know him, they came in, told him what happened, and it was right down the street, um, so, apparently, so, the news came out now, everybody knows, but he's telling me this, like, the day after, before the shit got released, um, that, you know, the lady was a CO, she's a retired CO, her son was some, some clown dude, they calling him mentally, uh, unstable, but I'm like, well, he wasn't that unstable, cause this nigga got modified clips and all that shit, but um, so they was like, yeah, she apparently, uh, this has all been released now, but I'm, again, like I said, he's telling me this on Saturday before this was all known, all, all anybody knew was a domestic call, he was like, this dude, that's her son, he, you know, he had domestic violence calls before, she's called him to that apartment before, and he was like, so, but when she called him this time, she didn't, cause you know, p- different cops rotate in and out, and, um, she was, he said, you know, she ain't mentioned, she ain't say, number one, she was a CO, retired CO, she ain't say, yo, we've had this instance before, and this is according to the barbershop, they trying to investigate this now, but this is what the bar- this is what they told me, she did not tell them that he had a gun, she was just like, he's back there, so these two cops, they they don't know the situation, You when you call 911, and you know your son is crazy, and you know he in there with a fucking gun, and all these clips, you supposed to say, hey, he's, you know, we, we need help, we scared, he in here with the firearm, we don't know what he's gonna do, then the police are gonna approach that, with a whole, they're gonna come, with a whole different, uh, demeanor, d- different setup, they not just, the way, the way she said it, was like, oh, you know, he's just back there, so the officers just walked back, and this dude came flying, came out the doorway, boom, shot one dude, like, before he could even move, and boom, got the other one, and, um, my barber was like, yeah, the other dude is not, he's a vegetable, he's not gonna make it, because they were like, oh, the other one's in, first they said both of them died, but then it was like, the other one is in critical condition, he was like, nah, my boy, the, the um other officer, so-and-so, whatever he said, told me he saw the dude when he came out, he's like, he's done, he's a vegetable." but, you know, he wasn't dead, so they're gonna take him to the hospital, so, they just announced a couple days ago, finally, that he died, and I'm sure that was just the time it took his family to decide to take him off the machines, cause he was like, yeah, he's not gonna make it, and they were like, and the, and the son probably not gonna make it either, and I'm sure they wasn't doing no kind of extra nothing to save his life, I'm sure they probably, they probably had that nigga not plugged up to nothing, <laughs> like, like, nigga, if you survived, then I guess we'd take your ass to trial, but good luck, um, and he died. But um yeah, it's very tragic. They had the whole block. They might still now haven't been out today cuz it's been fucking listen, it's fucking freezing. The hawks and the eagles and all the birds, the cardinals, all the fucking birds are out. It's fucking freezing. So I haven't been out, but the last time I did go out, this is before he died, the second guy died. They had the, they have the entire square block of Harlem Hospital. Is surrounded by police officers, they got a yellow taped off, and it's surrounded so Harlem Hospital is from well the actual hospital is from 135th to like um, 135th of Minix, Lenox to like um, 5th because the, the emergency room and all they got all this other shit behind them, so that whole square block from 135th between Linux and 5th, I think it goes all the way up to 137th and black and been back over, they have that whole plate, that whole shit guarded off with just nothing but officers just standing around standing to watch, um while he was in there, so um, and they have the whole apartment, the whole block side of the apartment building blocked off as well, or they had it, I don't know what they got now but anyway, it's very tragic, um, if y'all want to see how we get the crime bill, y'all about to find out, because like I've been telling y'all on here, man, crime, violent crime is out of control, this whole neighborhood, I don't know about no other parts of New York City, but I know Harlem is off the hook, we got all these methadone clinics up here, methadone clinics bring addicts, addicts bring users, I'm sorry, addicts bring dealers, dealers bring Dealers and addicts together bring crime because these niggas just trying to stick you up and rob you and do whatever for the drugs and so on and so forth. And we back Harlem, we back in the 1988. I'm telling you I'm not exaggerating. Just just open air crime, just don't nobody, just doing what the fuck ever. That's what we had up here in Harlem. Um, so yeah, we gonna see, we gonna see what happens, but um. Mayor Adams, he he gonna have, he, I don't know, I don't know if he gonna make it, cause, um, yeah, so, so, we're trying to do all the heavy stuff first, um, okay, so, here goes another one, rest in peace to Andre Leon Talley and Terry Mueller um, Terry mu I can't, German pronunciation, I can't do it, Terry Mugler, um, two great, great, great great fashion, uh, icons, I've spoken about Andre Leon Talley on here before, I have told y'all before, I'm a fashion girl, I was a fashion girl, I was one of them, you know, I just was, I, I used to be new-new, I used to have always, always had a new shit, I used to buy the Vogue's, and the, um, and the, um, the L's, not so much L, but, um, uh, Harper's Bazaar, all, all them fancy fashion, cause some of them went out now, and I can't even them, name of them, but all them fancy, um, you know, Italian Vogue, uh all of all them fancy fashion magazines that they used to have that back in like the day '80s, '90s used to be like five, sometimes seven dollars, which was a lot of money for a magazine back then when your average magazine might have been a dollar, maybe a dollar fifty, and you know, Dijon's was five and seven dollars and I used to buy them and look through them, and, and when I, sometimes I didn't even know, you know, just how I would learn the different designer names and different models' names and, and, you know, from places I had never seen, but what really got me into that was Andre Leon Talley because back in like the late 90s, and I'm sorry, the late 80s, May, well, mid to late 80s by the time the 90s rolled around I feel like it was kind of over maybe I'm a little off on that, but there was kind of like a um, a little renaissance of like black designers um, there was um, uh, damn uh, Beth Ann Hardison um, uh, what was the name of that gay, de- he was he died of AIDS he was a um, black gay designer ugh, his name is just slip in my mind, but he was very well-known, um, there was a lot, of, and, and, um, all the black models were walking his show, and it was just a little black fashion renaissance, and Andre Leon Talley was, was in that, and he's the one that I remember, cause I was like, oh, who was this black man, cause you know, fashion back then was like all Caucasian, um, and I was like, who is this black man up here with all these fancy white people, and so he was really my entree into fashion, and, you know, if Andre wasn't on it, he, he, I just remember he was always early on the fly stuff, like, you know, um, let's say it would be, hold on, you know, let's say when, like, I don't know, Terry Mugler first started out, or, or, um, I don't know, um, I'm just making names that y'all would know, um, Versace would, would just, for he w- he was always on the designers before they blew up, like, he was always like, oh, this is the one, this is the one, the models, he would always pick out the ones that were gonna be it, and then they ended up being it, so I I was like, oh, let me pay attention to this guy, cause he he's, he has the eye and, you know, he's just, a, all this, he just, he's just that's a big loss, I know that you know, lately he had his book come out about his issues with you know listen, God bless him, rest in peace, but like if you, you know people with clear heads and good sense, some people are trying to make this I I just think that that story has two sides, there's his version which we all are entitled to have but his version, if you know in my opinion, is a little bit Uh, lacking in some self-awareness, and a little bit lacking in, you know, his role in how some of these things went left, so, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not, it doesn't matter now, but like, I, I can't, you know, there's some people, fuck Anna Wintour, and I don't really think that that's fair, I think that Anna Wintour probably thinks, could, could, you know, that she had done all she could and at some point, you know, people have to help them, so you can't help people if, what I'm always saying you can't want for more for a person than they want for themselves, you can't help people unless they want to help themselves, so and I think Anna f- feels that she reached that point that she did everything that she could do and it was up to him, so you know, um, but rest in peace to him it's a great, great loss, um, you know, I'm just, listen, I've said all the time, fa- I'm, I'm starving for fashion, I'm starving, I'm tired of this trash-ass, sh- whatever these fucking celebrities are doing, and these tacky, ugly clothes that everybody, are swear, these sh- ugly sneakers, these ugly, I just, everything's just fucking ugly and terrible, and it's, well, not everything, there's still people making fashion, but y'all know what I mean, this shit that gets pushed in our faces, I'm sick, I'm sick of it, I am starving for beauty, as Andre says. I'm starving for it. It's, I just want to see beauty. I don't see it anywhere. So, again, another icon who has passed, and who 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 was in his place. I don't know. Maybe the maybe the editor of British Vogue. I, maybe, but I don't know. This is what I'm saying. These losses are hitting very hard because there's nobody where you can point to and say, "Oh, but here's so and so who can you know pick up that torch." I. All the torches laying on the ground, child. So um, yeah, rest in rest in peace to him. Um, Terry Mueller as well, who passed away. And I believe, I don't know about Terry, but um Andre Leon, you know, the, the rumor is he passed from COVID. Um, you know, COVID takes another one. Um, I'm sure his weight did not help. Um Meatloaf died too. Rest in peace also of COVID You know, hey, listen. He was one of them COVID deniers, and you know he not gonna live in fear. And if it kills me, it kills me. Well, you know, listen. COVID, listen. COVID is in the wish granting business. That's all I gotta say. Sis snatches wigs and takes names. If you call, it she'll come like a demon. All right. That's y'all play around if y'all want to. Um, what else? Uh, Save that. Save that. All right. Um, Cardi won her defamation lawsuit. Um. I am not your attorney, but I'm gonna, because a lot of people seem to not understand what defamation is, um, defamation, and I'm not gonna get too deep, but there's two different levels of defamation, there's one for like a not level, yes, levels, there's different things you, defamation basically means a person is, has made either oral or written both, if it's written it's libel. if it's oral it's slander, statements about you, that are not true. This is the key to defamation. This is the part that people get fucked up all the time. The statements are false. They are not true statements that they make about you that are of such a heinous and horrible nature that they will bring your reputation into ill repute or damage your, your your reputation in the community to the point where nobody wants to hire you, nobody wants to work with you because of these terrible things that you are saying about this person that you know is another key point that you know are not true or if you don't know they're not true, you should you have no reason, you, how, how, do, how do I put this? Whether whether you know that you're reckless in saying what you're saying because the statements you're making are are so damaging to a person that you should not make these kind of statements unless you know that they are true. So, truth is an ultimate defense to defamation. So, when you hear people saying, oh, they're, stick, they're, um, extinguishing free speech, and they're going to go after truth. If you are telling the truth, if you can prove that you are telling the truth, then you you win the case. The defamation case is dismissed because truth is the ultimate defense. Defamation is about statements that are not true. If you are, you know, a ball-headed gutter snipe with ten STDs, and I, you know. Can prove it cause your doctor or whoever the case however I have come by your medical record some kind of way or the court pulls your medical record some kind of way and proves that you actually do have 10 STDs and you know we find your mom and your daddy and they say yes she was born in the gutter of a snipe then the case is dismissed because even though that is a, a terrible statement that I have said and it looks badly upon you it is true truth nobody can sue you for truth, if you tell the truth, there's nothing that can be done to you defamation is when things are not true and when you're a celebrity it is a very high bar to clear because there's this thing called like newsworthiness and um, like I said, in the first place, you have to know, so if it's just got people, in other words, people, when you're a celebrity, you have thrust yourself into the public view, you're a celebrity, you're people, you know, people are gonna gossip about you, you know, people, things are gonna say things that are not untrue, um, that's, they know that, so, there's a higher bar for a celebrity, not, it always has to be false, there's never a time where it can't be false, but it also has to be something that, like, you, they have to be able to prove that the person saying these statements knows, not reckless, not, all oh, could be, I had no idea, they have to know that it's true, meaning that Cardi reached out to you, or, you know, no, well, not reached out to you, but Cardi was able to show in court that she doesn't, whatever this girl was saying about her, I don't really know what the girl was saying about her, apparently she's well known, I never heard of her, but she was saying she had STDs and cheating on her, all kind of stuff, and like, whatever she was saying, Cardi was able to show that it was number one, not true, number two, you know, was stressing her out, like, these are the things, I'm being very general, definitely, because I'm not fitting to explain all the law to y'all but the main points of defamation is if, if it's a public figure that you have, what you have to be saying is false, you have to know it's false and you have to continue to say it knowing that it's false and with the intent to harm that person's reputation, so you you are purposely trying to damage their reputation by saying these slanderous things that you know are false and they are the, and they are slanderous because so typically like under the old English law, it was typically things like like I said, such and such has a sexually transmitted disease, such and such you know sleeps with their father, whatever there were things that were just when you say them about a person, you know she's an adulterer or adulteress whatever the thing, you know that old school shit shit that when you say it about a person immediately ruins their reputation or just brings them into ill repute, so in other words, I said all that to say for a celebrity oh, and I'm not sure if Cardi sued in California or New York but New York, California has a special law that is called a slap statute which makes it even harder because um, a slap statute basically, if you can show the person who's being sued, can show that the other side, usually a celebrity or somebody of, you know, means is only bringing this defamation suit to, to shut you up, like they're, they're, you know, they just, they know that you can't fight it, they know that you can't afford a lawyer so they'll just say, if you don't retract that I'm gonna sue you, they call that a slap, it's called a slap statue in California, and if that's the case, if you can prove that, then not only is the case dismissed, but they have to pay your your lawyer fee, so it's even harder to win a defamation suit as a celebrity in California, so Said all that to say is you have to be very loud and very wrong to win a, a, a defamation suit against a celebrity because nine times out of ten, they'll just say, oh, it's gossip. It's You know, you're a celebrity. Somebody saying that you have a boyfriend or that you cheat on your man, that's not necessarily... That doesn't, you know, that's not really... You're still selling records, you're still famous. That's not really hurting your reputation. That's not really something that is damaging to you. Like, it has to, you know, and and, you know, that person may have heard it from, it. in other words, you have to be able to prove that that person knew it was a lie, you can't, how you gonna prove that somebody knew that you didn't cheat on, you know what I'm saying, it's very difficult, I'm trying to, the point I'm trying to get here is if Cardi won that suit, that girl is an idiot, because it is very hard to get to lose a defamation suit to a celebrity, but this one did, and she, um, I've, I've read two different jury awards, but the the, the, the one that I think is right is 1.25 million, which is a lot of fucking money um, cause that's the other part you have to show actually that your d- reputation was damaged and that you suffered a loss because of it um, so you know look these little gossip people and these little blogs like y'all, some of y'all, y'all gonna be out here, y'all really need to know the law because you cannot, contrary to popular belief just say anything you want about a person, there's difference between gossiping and defamation, if you say something like somebody has herpes and somebody has this and somebody has that just saying it because you think it sounds good and you know it's gonna hurt them they can sue you because that nobody wants to, nobody wants to be the herpes person, like, everybody knows that that ruins a reputation, and you know it too, that's why you said it, that's why the, that's why the claim is, is there, because they don't want people to just be able to do that, um, yeah, so, shout out to Cardi, um, I didn't know anything about it, apparently, people have been following her for a long time, I didn't even know it was an issue until, you know, they was like, oh, she won defamation suit," and I was like, "What? what the hell is that, but anyway, shout out to her, um, let's see, what I want to do next, I want to save that, i um, save that, so, um, anything else, okay, okay, yes, so I've been wanting to bring this up for a minute, but, you know, I don't want to get in no problems, because you know the girls like to tussle, and i be trying to think sometimes, of like, what's the way to say this, without trying to offend nobody, but I'm just gonna caveat by saying, I don't mean no offense, I don't mean no disrespect by what I'm about to say, but I'm just going to tell you, you know, I say, I get on here all the time, and, you know, I complain, there's not a lot of lesbian content out there, the content that is out there is, you know, very, they're always super femme, super cis, hetero presenting lesbians, and it's, you know, very boring, if you listen to this, you know, I've said that before, so what I tend to do is, and a lot of us do, is we go on YouTube, like, gay male content, the gay males have way more content than, than than the lesbos. They just do. So, we tend to go on YouTube. There's all kind of series on YouTube now. Gay series, lesbian series. The gays, know It's all kind of stuff that we watch on there. But, um, you know, and, and most of them are, you know, that's like chasing reality, chasing Dallas, chasing Atlanta. I mean, you know, I watch those. Some of them are better than the others. A lot of them are, like, just pure trash. But watch them anyway, because Vegas can't be choosers. And some of them are, like, so bad that it's funny, right? Um, and I've got on here before and said about the poor quality of lesbian series, like, that. it's always uh, relationship-based, always she, it's just always some bullshit, but, you know, a beggars can't be treated, so I watch them. But, one thing that I noticed that has gotten, that really gets on my last fucking nerve, is when you watch the gay male oriented, and I'm only talking about YouTube here, YouTube series, they have gay men. And, they deal with whatever gay men deal with, and most of them are actually, you know, kind of entertaining, um, some of them. But when you watch these lesbian shows, these lesbian series, they always want to have a straight couple. And they always want to have a trans man. Now look, I feel like trans men should have representation, I get it, but I just would like, if you're gonna have a show with trans men, being in quote fingers, relationships with straight women, I would like that to be on another show another series, so that if I'm interested in that content, I know oh, I can go here and I can find trans men who are dating straight women in that typical and I don't want to say heterosexual because it's not but that, that dynamic I'm here to see lesbians I want to see women who like women dating women. I don't want to see no straight couples thrown in there for token to spit. Like, why do y'all always feel like y'all have to be so inclusive of everybody? Gay male series don't do that. They may have a, a a trans girl on there, but the trans girl is gonna be gay. With with they're not the trans girl is not trying to date a straight man. In other words, they don't have the 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 random trans girl who's dating straight men, and we got to sit through this shit, we can see a million other places, you know, a a woman and a man dynamic, I'm not trying to say straight, but y'all know what I'm saying, like, I turn on the lesbian content, I want to see lesbians, and every fucking time, if it's not a trans man, it's a a straight couple, listen, God bless y'all, but I don't, we don't, can we, we, we don't have any places to go, we are watching YouTube because we want to see what we can't see elsewhere, and every, and I gotta have th- two trans men couples, and I gotta have the straight, why? why can't we just have the lesbian, kind? I'm not saying trans men but put them on a separate show make a separate show for the tra- because the trans men t- storyline is always a trans man, God bless happy for you dating a straight girl What's interesting about that? I mean, I won't say that, but like, why is that on the lesbian? I don't, that's, I can watch that anywhere. That's all. That's all I got to say. I'm tired of it. I'm, it's every single one, it's always, and then it's always a random straight couple, because I can hear them now, well, you know, let's not just do lesbian, let's put every, that's representing represent everybody, you don't gotta represent everybody, girl, we can see a straight couple on any fucking thing, anywhere in the world, you think I'm fucking di- dialing up YouTube with my little fucking Macbook, like a fucking dummy watching these terrible at no offense, but watching these terrible actors sound like they are reading off the page with this poor lighting and, and the fire um, alarm ringing in the background with y'all shotting up in y'all Atlanta apartments, y'all think I'm doing all that in the dark to see a fucking straight couple on YouTube, like get me, get, get out of here with that, it's annoying, it's annoying please stop it If you're gonna make a lesbian series, make a lesbian. If you wanna make a a series with all of that, then just call it, I don't know, um don't have it like under the lesbian it's cause it's, it's all kinda it's not just gay, it's all kinda series on content on YouTube, it's all kinda shit, but like y'all, I'm, I'm tired, I don't, I'm tired, I'm already strained to watch it cause like I said, it's always about a relationship and uh, and let just dyke drama, this one cheating on that one and that one cheating on that one and now I'm gonna go back with this one and oh I'm cheating, it's never I wish y'all could do like a murder mystery or like a reality, like the gay the gay male content on YouTube is so much better Like chasing reality, is is they follow a group of people, you know, and it's all. Don't get me wrong, it's still gossip and mess, but it's like it's it's not a. The lesbians is always the scripted content, and the acting is never great. The script is always basic. It's either somebody a drug dealer, somebody a player, somebody is recording stuff. It's just it's it's all Atlanta based, and it just gives Atlanta shit. But I watch it. I'm not. I'm just saying but the gay, is so much more variety on the gay male side, you got T.S. Madison, which started out on YouTube, which I watch, you got Chasing Reality, which has Oliver from T.S. Madison, a couple other people, you got Chase in Dallas, you got Chase in Atlanta, you got On to Come Up Atlanta, where they have, they, it's kind of like a real world, but for like, gays, so they'll get, you know, this new season of the Come Up Atlanta, they have this one guy who's just like a celebrity makeup artist, and he has real clients, like, they show him doing his clients, uh, enough, the rest of them don't really have too much going on that I can tell, one is is a chef slash convict, the other one does a wig business, I mean, I'm not really sure, you know, Atlanta, you can, is the place where people can kind of not really have nothing going on and still have an apartment, I'm just saying, but I'm just saying, it's a it's an idea, Oh, and then one of them is like a medical, he's like an x-ray technician or something, like, like he has a real job, in other words, they, it's not some scripted relationship drama where all the lesbian series are, it's always some scripted uh relationship drama, so it's already fighting through that. And then you're gonna have the trans man with the straight girl. It's just, I'm not saying it's just, it's just not what we come to see. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying they shouldn't be on the show, I'm just saying, like, you could have. The idea, have a show with trans men and the stuff that they go through trying to date, that's fine I probably will watch that, but when I'm trying to see lesbians, I don't want to see that, that's not what I'm here for, I'm, if I'm sorry if I'm offending you, I don't mean to, I'm just telling you I don't want to see that, that's not what I'm scrolling YouTube for low quality content to see that's all I'm saying alright I I just, oh, it drives me nuts, because every time I find a new one, I be like, okay, here come one, and then here come the trans and I got it, and I all, I'm never watching no, it always the forward fab, the one, what's the one I'm on now, it's called, um, oh uh, I can't even think of the name of it, they all run together, but I'm just saying, please. Um, alright, what else? I say this all the time, too, and stop letting everybody preach to you. I say this all the time. This is why I don't, y'all. Not you all I do not do no churches and no preachers. But I, I specifically don't really truck with you know this thing where everybody just decide they could be a preacher, they could be a pastor, whatever. I don't, I don't play that because the story in the news this week in New York City here, or, or I am not sure if it was in New York City, but I think it was. They done a, a pastor and his wife got eight people chained up in their basement stealing their checks. This is this is the shit I'm saying. and we got all these new, like, prosperity preachers, and and scam preachers, and and motivational preachers, all this is some bullshit, nobody's ordained, nobody's been to anybody's seminary, nobody's been through any professional counseling class, nobody's been through any of these things, they're just putting on tight suits, and getting up on stage and deciding they preachers, and you motherfuckers are piling into the churches, by the hundreds, to listen to this shit, and I don't understand what the fuck y'all are doing, or why, stop letting, you don't know, listen, I'm not a religious person, I've never been, I never will be, because I just don't believe in that shit, I don't believe, I believe in a creator, and I believe in a high power, I don't think that, I don't, nobody needs no church, and no pastor to guide them through, it. God put you, made you, and he would, and he's on your heart, and on your head, and you don't need nobody to fucking administer that for you, that's just my belief, I've never, I've never believed in it, and, and, but the main, even if I did, even if I was gonna give it a chance, every time I go into a church house, I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't know you like that, sir, you up here trying to preach, I don't know you like that, I, I, have, I'm, I just, I don't need, I, you don't know what spirits are on people, that's all I'm saying. You don't know what people do in the dark. You don't know what people have on their heart. If you want to go up there and listen to that man, that's fine. But I'm not doing it. I don't. I don't need that. If the Lord need me to know something, He can send it to me in a dream, or oh, however He want. However He needs to get me the message, it ain't gonna be through you. That's all I'm saying. But you know, if you are a person who who is into the church and and that's how you you know, roll with religion, that's fine but just like, I want y'all to have some discernment and I want y'all, like, I just I I just cannot believe how many people just go to church and attend church for people who have no fucking ministry, no fucking training, no fucking anointment at all just calling themselves a pastor and here y'all go, like, it's just never, never will understand that Stop letting everybody preach to you. Um, alright, that's related to that. Let me jump into this real quick, cause this has been, so, you know, the new Sex in the City is called And Just Like That, and you know, people love it or hate it, most people y'all, that's, it's a show to me, y'all love to hate, I, everybody is watching it complaining, this, that, and the other, like I said before, the show's not perfect, but I said last week, you know, I watch it I enjoy it, I think it's cute, I think it's a new show, I'm not, you know and I, and I, even though I think they're doing too much with social issues and all that I think they're trying to cram everything in it but I'm giving them a pass because I appreciate them trying as opposed to what we often get is oh my god, they're trying to, it's woke justice to social media and we can't do anything cause somebody asking you to include somebody besides white straight people so I, I appreciate um the effort but y'all been killing my girl Miranda and I don't appreciate it let me tell you what's going on with Miranda, cause y'all don't seem to understand first of all, Miranda, Charlotte was always my favorite, but I like Miranda too I was never crazy about Carrie, I don't see what y'all saw in Samantha, Samantha was always the least interesting to me, but anyway um, you know the Miranda and Steve situation, now I will say this, I was a fan of Steve, because Steve was a nice guy and Steve in my opinion saw Miranda for who she was or what she was and was fine with it, right? and he was—he he didn't try to be anything else he was who he was now, having said that doesn't mean I don't think Miranda settled for him cause I do, but I think at the time it's what she wanted to do. She wanted, you know what? Steve, he's easy. He's a simple guy. He takes me as I am. He doesn't require anything of me besides me not be an asshole, which you know I can do. And you know, he, he he's he's a comfort for me. And that's, you know, I, I thought at the time it was it was good. But now that, you know, Miranda is doing this thing with Che, and, you know, trying to divorce Steve, I don't like the way they playing Steve, because they, well, let me say it like this, people seem to think that, like, they making Steve look like an idiot, and I'm like, I don't know where y'all were the first time, but Steve was always like that, like, that's the whole thing, Steve was always, like, the goofy, guy, that's why Miranda ain't like him but after a while, she figured out alright, he's goofy, but you know, he's decent he's a decent guy, in other words, right somebody that I can come home to who ain't gonna stress me out, doesn't seem to be intimidated by what I do, ain't always trying to buck his chest up, you know what I mean, that's what Steve was so, God bless Steve for that, I like Steve for that however, for y'all to be acting like it's so, she's such a terrible person and it's so out of character for her not to be into Steve anymore, like she never really was into him, it was just, it fit her lifestyle at the time, and it's what she needed at the time, and it's like, how many years later now, when that show, almost 20 years, like, or maybe a little less, but I'm just saying, she, it's not at all shocking, that she would be dissatisfied, and over with him now, like, I don't understand why y'all, how y'all acting like, yeah, Steve's a very nice guy, but, like, that don't mean she ain't gonna be over him and bored of him and tired of him, and it's like, she never really was that into him in the first place, so why y'all acting so, so weird, like, she's so wrong, like, I, I personally, yeah, I mean, cheating on your husband, with which, I don't like Che, I think Che's an asshole, um, I think, she made you make a lot of assumption. you talk of, you assume she in an open marriage, like you knew she was married, and you came up there and finger fucked her in Carrie Kitchen, and you wasn't really too concerned about, you didn't ask her none of that shit, now you trying to pay off, I don't like Che, for many reasons, but, y'all just listen, I'm, let me just let you know and maybe y'all don't know but like, Miranda, look, once Y'all, y'all say I drag straight women. I'm not gonna do that. But I'm just saying, once you taste the rainbow and you decide that's what you going, God help anybody who was in your life before because you're gonna be acting with him just like Miranda's acting with Steve. And I don't know what to tell y'all. It's not out of it's not out of out of uh reality at all. And that's why a lot of people, a lot of lesbians, don't like to be the first one or don't don't like to yes don't like to be people's, I don't want to say straight, but like, people who have never had a gay experience before, they don't want to be the first one, because a lot of times, they go off like that, and if you ain't really into them like that, or you're not really trying to be that girl, that that motherfucker will not leave you alone, so that's why a lot of people don't want to be the first experience, because they be acting just like Miranda's acting, why fucking open, because you don't fucking kicked her door in, and, and now that shit is just off the hinges, and there ain't no putting it back on, and, and, and poor Steve, God bless you, but brother, you don't stand a chance, that's all I'm saying, and, and and if and if y'all think that shit is at all unrealistic, I'm here to tell you that it is not, um, but you know, y'all need to, I'm not, you know, I'm not uh, advocating Miranda cheating, but I'm just saying, like, she did, and the doors kicked off the hinges now, and I don't think she's necess- I don't think she's, be- I mean, maybe she is being selfish, but like, old girl decided she was miserable, and she didn't know what it was, and now she realized what it was, and she didn't had her, like I said, she had her door kicked in, and now she's like, yo, I'm not dead yet, I'm not gonna just, like, sit here and rot with Steve, I just, I'm not happy with you anymore, and I wanna get divorced, and I wanna see what else is out there, and I wanna follow this chick, now I think she playing herself, going out to Cleveland, cause I, I feel like she gonna get out to Cleveland and figure out that Chase is, is, probably fucking a whole bunch, of probably might, might got a Miranda in every city, I don't know, we'll see, but, um, yeah, I, I, but, y'all need to lay off Miranda, Miranda is, is, I'm happy for Miranda, whether it works out with Jay or not, I'm happy that she has decided to try and be happy, and decided that, you know, this is not working for me, and she was honest with Steve, like, y'all act like she did something wrong, asking Steve for a divorce, like, she cheated on him, she didn't want to be with him no more, so she could've just kept cheating and keeping him in the dark, and Steve would've never found out, Or, she could just be honest with him. So that's what she did. And I don't understand why y'all fucking acting like she shot the sheriff. Anyway, in defense of Miranda, amen. Um yo, shout out to Euphoria and shout out to Ele- Abbott Elementary I, it's, these protests against Abbott Elementary, I feel like, I don't know, I'm not sure if it's a very clever marketing um, thing that they're paying for themselves, but I definitely think somebody's paying people to, to criticize because it ain't no way in the world, you watching that fucking show on TV, and you are that mad about that show, is so funny it's so good, I tend to think, and, and and I just noticed, like I this is the third week watching it, but I just noticed it's, it's, a lot of black, like all the kids are black, um, most of the teachers are black, and I think that's the people's problem with it, that are protesting, is that it's a black show, and how dare you have all these black people on TV, but it's really good it's so funny and, you know, I've read that her ratings went up times four, because people are catching on to it, it is, I love it, it's so funny, every episode is really good, it's very clever it's set in Philly, and they get Philly right because Keita Brunson is from Philly, so of course, but um I love it, it's so good, and shout out to it, and I'm glad it's doing well, and I hope it gets renewed, I'm pretty sure it will, um, then you, the second show, Euphoria, yo, Euphoria is in the second season, and it's about the best show on TV, um, I, every week, it's just better and better, it's, it's, the, Zendaya is acting her ass off as Rue, everybody on the show is acting their ass off, the, 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 the writing, the cinematography, the paint, how they put, it's so excellent, it's so, for this to be a show about kids in high school, it's so fucking excellent, it's so fucking dope, um, it, the way it tackles sexuality is so amazing, it's so amazing, like I was thinking about that this last episode, because Rue and Jules, you know, they they are kind of a couple, and Rue's a trans woman, or I don't know, yeah, trans girl, but I don't think she she, she hasn't had her surgery, I think she no, she hasn't had her surgery yet she's, or hasn't had surgery, I don't know if yet, but she's a trans girl Rue is her girl, she goes with Rue Uh, but now they've introduced this new character, Elliot who likes Rue sorta, I think um, we think and, but it's also trying to get, so, so Jules cause I don't like Jules, Jules is selfish and Jules gets jealous and aggravated with anybody who takes any of Ruth's attention from her but she can leave leave Rue for dead anytime she wants to get the attention from somebody else but anyway she knows that, she senses that Elliot, cause Rue's dumbass, when he two walked up, she act all stupid, like she ain't know, oh, we, oh, you, you know how you, she just got frazzled, like clearly, you know, she ain't want Jules to know that she had already meant to do, so it was funny, but like, just the way they're doing, the sex between Cal's dad and Nate, I mean, Nate's dad and Cal and Rue and Jules, like they did this scene, Where, um, and I just noticed, like, prior, I don't think I'd noticed before, they never really showed showed Jules and and, and Rue doing anything, but they did this week, and, um, Rue, Rue, like, I just, it's just fascinating to me because it's really hard to tell, and I think this is on purpose, and I'm not, not that I need roles, but, like, I think it's, I think that they are, I think that they are blurring gender and sexuality on purpose and doing it really well is what I'm trying to say because you don't really know the Jules and and Rue dynamic is perfect, but it's very hard. Like they're both vulnerable. Is what am I? Trying, it's hard to, to listen. You in, in any relationship, there tends to be a a more dominant personality and a more passive personality, typically, and. With Rue and Jules, it's really hard to tell who that is because they are both very vulnerable and 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 very um both are able to really crush the other one by not um Jules Jules in a different way, but they're they're both they're both they both have a lot of power over each other. Like like Rue, which I thought was kind, but even that scene I thought was kind of shitty when, um, you know, Jules, Jewel, Jules left Rue, and then when she found Rue again, she asked Rue, did she, did she relapse, and, and, and Rue was kind of, you know, like, whatever, Jules, cause Jules left her, and she was like, yeah, the night you left. But she didn't say it in a way. The way she said it was like it wasn't like she was trying. Like it wasn't she wasn't she wasn't trying to scapegoat Jules. She was being but like Jules asked her. You know when did you relapse? And she was like, I relapsed when you left me. Like you asked and she told. It's just the way they do their relationship is genius. Like I it's, if you if it's, it's just genius because you can't they get they get the dynamic. like I've I complain a lot and it's so weird because this is a trans girl but I I've complained a lot before when I always say you can tell when a straight person is writing a gay couple or when or when the actors are not really in tuned with, you know, they're just like, oh, we'll just do what a man and woman does, like, it's not like that, like, they're, it's very gay relationship, and it's so, it's so they do it so well, even though I cannot stand Jules, and Jules is a trans girl, they do it so well, and now they put Elliot in the mix, and Elliot, I'm gonna get, I listen, I gotta kinda give Elliot his, Elliot is being like, kind of a, a I don't wanna say a sleaze, but Elliot knows that Jules is jealous of him because of Rue, but Elliot also wants to get with Jules, and Jules wants to get with anybody who gives her attention, but the way Elliot is kind of playing it, I'ma be honest, I think it's kind of fly, because they both know what's going on, well, I don't think Rue knows so much what's going on between Jules and Elliot yet, but he's not he's playing kind of both of them, not really playing, but he, he sees what's going on between them, and I think he's trying to come, he's trying to like, shake it up, and I just think it's kind of very cool the way they show him doing it, because he's, he's, he's figured out, in other words, Elliot has figured out that Jules is the weak link, if you give Jules attention, if you tell Jules, you know, any, any time a boy, or, or sis looking, or sis, appearing boy plays Jules any attention she kicked Rue to the curb like she give a fuck about Rue that's why I don't like her um and Elliot senses that and Rue is not so much um that way you know what i mean like she clearly you know she'll she, she'll like somebody else but she's not as 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 i don't know goofy with it as as Jules like you know, you can't just turn Rue's head away from Jules, the way you can turn Jules head away from Rue, but that whole dynamic of that relationship is so awesome the other thing that, oh shout out to nigga Ashtray, Ashtray was busting Kyles shit in, and that shit was so fucking funny to me man, nigga thought he, thought, nigga thought it was one way, it was the other way, that little fucking Ashtray nigga, that nigga's a G, he was busting cow shit up but anyway, the cow. So so this week we got Cal's backstory. Cal's Nate's dad, and we knew he was like queer. But now we get the backstory, which is basically like him and his um. And oh my God, the soundtrack for Euphoria got to be a billion dollars. I mean, they play all the dope shit. And um, you know, it turns out Cal back in the day, you know, he he was athlete. You know, him and his friend, best friend, they were athletes wrestlers, you know, popular dudes I guess and they were also gay and um, you know, they finally decided, you know, to show that they liked each other but then Kyle was also messing with this girl and he got the girl pregnant and so, you know it just kinda shows why he kinda hates and and resents Nate so much because Nate, you know, is the one that kinda kept him from his you know one true love, I guess, um, and so that's supposed to be Cal's backstory, which is cool but the part that irritates me about it is, I can't stand when Sam Levison talks about the show, because they've right, they the what he said about Cal's character was like, oh, we showed his background so that hopefully, you know people can see, you know, why he's like he is, and what he goes through, and be a little compassionate, and it's like, we, no we ain't compassionate we know the motherfuckers go through. We know the mother. Like, what do we say all the time? He's fucking super fucking asshole, fucking homophobic motherfuckers. Be the fucking closet again. Like, we know that. Like, that's why he's an asshole. It's not that people don't know the background. It's like, nigga, you're not the only one that fucking hurt. You're not the only one that fucking got to be in the closet. Like everybody do. So why you? You the only one out here fucking terrorizing people and making people miserable and being a fucking asshole because you heard about your shit nah, we don't got no compassion for Cal, that, that, that shit irritated the fuck out of me, like, nigga, you think nobody don't know that? You think we don't know that backstory? Hurt people, hurt people, we don't like Cal, not cause he's queer, we don't like Cal because he's fucking, a fucking menace because he don't wanna deal with his shit, he can't admit that he's gay, and he let, just cause, you, you ain't have to fucking marry that, that lady and, and fucking fake like that, and you fucking made your son into a monster because you can't deal with your shit, that's why we hate Cal, The motherfuckers that fucking fuck everybody's life up, and make everybody else's life miserable, because they little fucking punk bitches, and can't come to to grips with their own situation, and that's we didn't need that background story to know that but it was very well done, but I'm just saying that irritated the fuck out of me, like duh, who don't know that so but it's an awesome show. It's a great show, Rue Girl. You, I don't know why you took that lady. You need to get that lady's suitcase full of drugs back because we already know she didn't told you. If you don't sell her shit, she's gonna sell you into slavery. And I just, it's a bad idea. Fez told you it's a bad girl. It's gonna end in disaster. So. But it's so good. It's so good. I'm so glad I I, I stuck with Euphoria because the first couple episodes I was like, "What is this bullshit?" But I'm so glad I stuck with it because it is the it is so fucking good and and it is so like I told y'all last week it for for those of us who who did high school the way you're supposed to do it it captures high school brilliantly just. How it is, how people are, the, the interactions—it's so, it's so good, it's so good. HBO do not fuck around with their shows, and Euphoria is amazing, and I just love the way it does the queer cat. I love, it's so, it does queerness so well. It gets the nuances so perfect. It's, it's so great. Um, what else? Okay, um do I want to talk, I, so I feel, I was going to talk about Nigels, cells, but I feel like that, that subject has been, that horse has been beaten to death, but this is just all I want to say, and I, I guess I could talk about it, because it, it ties into, so, um, I call them the Beyonce twins, because I don't know one from the other, and I just recently, I thought they were actually twins, apparently one's older than the other, but whatever, the oldest one, that's older, that's trying to be sexy now, listen, her and the incident with Ari Ari Lennox, Ari Lennox's incident was a little different, if you all know, she went on somebody's podcast and was talking about her music and the dude asked her a very inappropriate very rude question about like basically, like just cut whatever she was talking about I was like, oh so who's fucking you right now or some shit, just listen we've been talking about these male lame ass podcast hosts for the longest, but what I want to say about that, so since then listen, it was very rude, it shouldn't have happened, like first of all these people that's handling these artists, I don't know what y'all doing, but like you, these, you should that should never have happened, because when they go on, you should not, these people your artists should not be going on these fucking stupid ass podcasts and having these people ask them any kind of shit and talk to them any kind of way, y'all need to set that, listen, we gonna talk about this, we gonna talk about that, don't try no shit, cause if you fucking try some shit we ain't bringing nobody else back to this fucking podcast and good luck, but they just throw these people on there, let these niggas talk to them any kind of way and don't fucking understand it, so anyway it was very rude what he said to Ari and, 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 really she should have fucking cussed him out and hit her with her her, with her purse, but these new girls—they don't—they're not built like that. They're not built like we are, But my, what I'm trying to say is, now she's on every time that these girls something happened with Liz. I've said it with Lizzo, like they post something and don't get the reception they wanted, or they get criticized or whatever. They crying in the camera and they pleading the blood on Twitter. I'm tired of it. Y'all either want to be stars or you don't. If you want to be a fucking star, fame costs, okay? And what a part of what it costs is niggas talk shit about you, people try you, people gonna criticize you. Like you gotta get over it. You can't be reacting and crying in the camera every fucking time. It gives insecure. It gives just like just lame ass chick like sis. You got uh, not to be not to be the old dyke in the club, but I'm saying the, the twin whichever one it is, you got curves in all the right places, you you look good, okay, if you want to be sexy, then be, like, this is the thing people gotta understand, sexy is not something that you can just be this is me, my opinion, somebody else may tell you different, but I feel like I've been through enough, I've been with enough now, that I can say this confidently sexy is not something that you, sexy is just something that you, either you are, or you aren't a lot of people think sexy just me putting on tight clothes, and swaying your hips, and doing whatever these fucking girls be trying to do, trying to be sexy, that's, no sexy is an attitude sexy is a demeanor, sexy is a way that you carry yourself at all time, you can be, you can be in a goddamn jeans and t-shirt and be, y'all see Rihanna come out, in whatever she come, it's, it's, it's a, it's a it's a when I say that I'm not really attracted to straight women because they don't have the quad, that this is quoi, that's what, it's a certain spirit, and you either have it or you don't, and it's not something that can be forced and I believe that I recognize the difference between, now when, when, when I said this about Lil Nas X before hey, y'all need to leave him alone, because when everybody gets to be, you know, 18, 19, 20, and they start to feel themselves, and everybody trying to figure out, you know, what it's gonna give, what it's gonna do, do I wanna be sexy, do I wanna be this, do I wanna be that, everybody goes through that, but I don't feel like that's what this is. This is somebody who, in my opinion, is, wants to be, again, thinks that the way to be sexy is to do these with. In other words, if you want to be sexy, girl, just post in your underwear, whatever you be doing, I, the, the videos that they see, just post it and you let it go. And when it comes out, it's gonna get, it it'll people it'll 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 give what it's supposed to give. It's not giving what it's supposed to give because it's when I I don't wanna say because people are like, oh, they threaten they making the girls be oversight. I don't think that's what it is. I think the girls just don't know what sexy is, I think that the girls think that, like I just said if you can put on some tight clothes because sex, sex has been so commercialized, and so overly sold, and people have convinced themselves that, uh, yeah, sex sells but a lot of times people are telling themselves that people, oh, these girls are only men, and it's not like Cardi is talented Kim has a talent Rihanna good lord, like, it's more, it's, people, some of, a lot of these people convince themselves that, oh, you just put on a, it's, no, it's more than that just putting on a tight dress, you you have to have something else, but this gives, they, they like, you don't, it's, I, I, I don't want to say force, because I don't think it's being, yes, it's, it's forced, like, girl, you, you're either going to be sexy, or you're not, and the, and the reason why I say that it's not really, it ain't you, it's because if you was like, do you see Rihanna You they used to drag Rihanna through the fucking ringer, calling all kinds of hoes, all kind of this, she always naked she always this, do you ever hear Rihanna crying about that, not at all matter of fact, when Rihanna went up in there in that sheer Crystal Sworsky crystal dress, with everything hanging out and what she say on the stage, you know what Always got picked on and always, but I ain't care about it because I knew I had style and I knew you might be able to meet me, but you could not beat my outfit. Like, that is not something that you, that's something you either have, that is an attitude you either have or you don't. When the lady tried to be slick with her, interviewing her, talking about some, whoa, you know, you don't feel uncomfortable with all, with all, you know, everything showing, she was like, what, my titties make you feel uncomfortable? You never seen titties before? Like, that quickness, that snapback, that confidence, that is not something that can be faked. The sexy girls, the Jocelyn Hernandez, the Rihannas, the Cardi Bs, the, the who else? I'm, I'm, uh, every time I get the name of people, I'm drawing blanks. The, um, mm, who else? Somebody I can't think of right now. But they don't, They you, you'll never catch them why, why, why do you have to, I'm just trying to do this, why do you have to come, nobody give a fuck about these old Molly the Maid ass church homely ass girls having a problem, they supposed to have a problem, they supposed to be mad, they face are supposed to be cracked on the ground, if it ain't you ain't doing something right <coughs> sorry y'all, reaching my talking limit voice starting to get dry um, but if they not mad, if they not mad you are not doing something right you ain't sexy, it's given insecure, it's given, this is not really, I'm not really comfortable in this, but I'm gonna try it, like, it's very annoying, it's very corny, it's very lame, like, girl, if you wanna be a sex kid, or whatever it is you're trying to do, you just wanna show you adult, you grown, I get it, I don't have no problem with that, But you just need to post that shit and go. Y'all are not giving sexy when every time somebody says something about you, here you go crying in the camera. Why y'all judging me? And I can not care if they would say, who gives a fuck if they judging you, girl? They judging you because you putting pressure. You making them, they don't, they they don't look like you. And it's just very, uh, it's just, it's not, it's not giving... It, it, it's I'm saying this corny, because it's not giving confidence, it's giving, I'm pressed, I don't really know what I want to do, but I feel like this is what I should be doing, so I'm going to post this picture, but I'm confident, and I'm carefree, but you're not, because as soon as you get a, a response, here you go crying to the camera, and all I'm saying is, you know, y'all got to pick a side if you wanna, if you wanna be, I'd be goddamn if I was, when I was 22 and I had the abs and I had the, all the cuts and all that shit, if, if, like I just said, if somebody wasn't mad about it, I wasn't doing it, even to this day, I'm not, you know, I'm I'm not in the shape that I used to be, you know, I still need to slim down, but when I walk into the fucking places, I, I'm, I know I'm the best looking motherfucker in a, in a lot of them places, I know it, so, I don't give a fuck, about nothing you got to say. I don't give a fuck about your mean mugs. I don't give a fuck about you nothing. Cause I know that I'm the flyest motherfucker in here, and you can't say or do nothing to me. And that's the if you're gonna if you're gonna take that route, that's the route you gotta have. That's what that's what the girls who are the girls who have that are used to dealing. Ari should have been able to handle that dude right on air, right on air because when you, when you sexy, and you got that attitude, these little nigg cell niggas, they be, they been in your face ever since you was 12, ever since you was 13, listen, Fallen Kells looked, looked good, I, I don't, don't know no other way to say it, Fallen Kells used to be fly, okay, Fallen Kells been dealing with little boys in her face since, I, I can remember, I told y'all the story. I Used to ask my dad, was I ugly, cause I was like, why is all these little boys in my face, I, I know how to, gay as I am to this day, I know how to dismiss those kind of lame dudes, because I know that those are little dick-named dudes, and they, and they, and they trying, to, like Brittany Renner said, they trying to fucking pump themselves up, or it makes them feel good, because they think to fucking tear down a woman that they really scared to death of, I and mean, intimidated of, so they try to bring her, that nigga, you, I'll crush you out, you never, you'd never be able to stand, you, you, my light will burn you the fuck up, don't come over here and try it, because you motherfuckers are all the same and we know how to deal with y'all, we know what that is and these new girls, they just don't you can just tell, they're not built like that they didn't come up like that, they're not used to the pressure, they're not used to the tension and now they're trying to just come out like they just, the you my either gonna be a bad bitch, you're not gonna be a bad bitch, and let me tell you something, bad bitches don't be crying in the camera, bad bitches don't be caring about what nobody say about them bad bitches, if you mad, or you got something to say bad bitches, come back in the room do another spin, so you can see it again, and get more mad and then they leave, cause they, you know just, oh you don't like me, oh okay, let me come back in here, oh you think I'm cute, okay oh I think I'm cute you think I'm cute, let me come in here and show you how cute I am again, that's, that's a bad bitch attitude, or they don't give you nothing, actually good luck uh, booking that stage you speak up, like, bitch, you're not even on my, I don't, I don't even see you, you over there, looking like a fucking uh, five or six scars and stitches recipes to be DMX I don't even converse with bitches like you, I don't talk to, uh, it might be contagious, I don't know, I don't talk to ugly bitches, I don't, I don't wanna, you know, breathe that shit up like, that's y'all not giving that. Y'all giving insecure and pressed and don't really know what I want to do, but I think this is it. But, you know, if I get a response I don't like, then I'm going like post your shit and go. That's all I'm saying. It's very I, I had you know, I, I see people on a on the TL caping for and putting up all these defenses and I'm like, Yo, y'all, y'all, yo, y'all, yo, you're doing too much. It's 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 not it's it's just, it's not giving what she's saying, they don't need all this defense, girl, you're 23, you're 24, you should be able to post your fucking sexy ass picture, whatever the fuck you gonna post, and let it go, do you see Doja cat cry, Doja get all kind of comments we talked about Doja wig, we talked about her in the racist chat room, showing feet, we talked about everything, do you see her crying about it No. Nah. cause I, she's fly, and she knows that, so, you know, it's, it's, I need, I need the girl, I don't know, y'all need, y'all people need to take y'all social media, or y'all need to just stop trying to, I don't know, but it's annoying, and it's just getting to the point where, like, it's just, it looks corny, we don't believe you, we don't believe you, and that's a bad place to be at, we don't believe you, we don't believe you all this confident, we don't believe you all this, you know, whatever it is you think you're doing, we don't believe it, because, one minute you post it in the sexy picture, next minute you crying in the camera cuz everybody criticize. They going to criticize you girl. They going to say your titties is out, and you showing too much. Who gives a fuck? Why so what? Yeah, that's the point, bitch. You see my abs, you see these, that's the point. They sitting. That's why I'm showing them, duh. Like, fuck. Anyway. That's all I got to say on. I'm tired of it. It's irritating. It's very corny to me. Um oh, look at that, I got through everything, I thought I was gonna have to cut some shit out, cause my throat is getting really dry, and I'm about to have the coughing fits, and I hate that, but anyway, um, so, see, I told y'all, it's gonna be longer than an hour, and it is, sorry I missed last week, um, but, you know, I'm back, on regular schedule, um, and, yeah, you know, that's it, I'm, I'm, I can't talk too much longer, <laughs> like me, rate me, tell a friend, I appreciate y'all, you reach out to me on Twitter, at KMGZ, um there's a thanks for asking podcast at gmail.com But I, do, I actually I did check it recently though. Um but I don't check it a whole lot. But you know, the quickest way is on Twitter at kmgz on Instagram, Genghis Kells. What's my Instagram? Uh yeah, Genghis Kells, the same one that's uh it's in my the link's in my Twitter profile. Anyway, um yeah, thank y'all. I appreciate y'all thanks for waiting, thanks for being patient, I'm, again, y'all know, I'm, 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 i in this new, this new hot shit now, so, you know, my, I'm just gonna be times I'm gonna miss, Like it's times I'm gonna have to work late, it's, you know, but I'm gonna try to stay on schedule as much as possible, and if I can, I'll try to make up, get y'all a little longer episode next time, um, but, you know, um, thanks, God bless, thanks for coming out, peace.